Welcome to another episode of She Looks Like Me. This is episode two, and I'm so excited to have my first guest. She is a dear, dear friend of mine. We have done business together, and I cannot wait for today's chat. Today's theme is start that shit anyway. And so hopefully by the end of this episode, we will encourage somebody listening to this podcast to start something that they've been thinking about, the thing that they can't get off their mind that keeps them up at night. Hopefully you'll be inspired to at least get started, take some action and be inspired to launch that shit. So my first guest is Chantel Asimoto White. She is a leader in experiential marketing and project management with over 12 years experience in large scale event productions and community programs. After working with some notable corporations, brands, celebrities, and organizations, she made the decision to transform lives and small businesses by becoming a wellness coach and business strategist, equipping entrepreneurs with mindfulness techniques and business strategies so they can confidently launch successful businesses and be well. Chantel describes herself as a woman, wife, mother, UGA alum, shit finisher, inspired inspirer, Aquarius, storyteller, creative strategist, experienced snob, and podcaster. She is the creator of the Soa Inspire podcast, which shares transparent stories of entrepreneurship, candid interviews with influencers, and wellness tips with the hopes that listeners will find inspiration to be well and be better. When she's not consulting or coaching, Chantel enjoys soaking up the local culture, reading, and finding joy in everyday moments in Atlanta with her husband and daughter, Jayla Boo. Hey, Chantel. Hey, girl. I'm so happy you could join me, and I'm so happy to have you as my first guest. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. (laughs) And I'm so excited to have you on this podcast because it is appropriately titled Start That Shit Anyway. Which is how we got here to this podcast. Literally how we got here to this podcast. Yes. So um, for those of you who are not familiar, Chantel and I go way back. She is the reason that you see my shop, Shop Simone Cherie. Um, she helped me launch the shop four years ago, almost five years my ago. Goodness. Right? Yeah. And um, has always been in my corner. Always, you know, down to have a little girl chat, a little business powwow or whatever you know either one of us needs and i'm always so grateful for her so yes i definitely want to jump into uh start that shit anyway but before we talk about that you know there's a lot happening right now so i really want to ask you what is bringing you joy these days Ooh, what's bringing me joy these days i think for me as of late it has really been the opportunity to be present as a mother and a wife. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, I'm definitely type A. Like, I'm like, you know, we gotta do the checklist and we gotta do the organization. And we got the to-do list and everything like that. But it's like, I've been really enjoying putting my phone down, turning on some music, being really silly with my daughter, getting on the floor and then just like watching my daughter and my husband developed their relationship and just being present in that, not capturing it for the gram, not taking pics, not taking video, even though I should, but just really being present in those moments that sometimes we lose sight of because we're trying to get the business going or maintain the business or, you know, check the emails, check the gram and all the scrolling that we do. I'm finding joy and just being present mm-hmm. in, in everyday living. 
I love that. I totally agree with you on that. I think prior to this year, I know for me, it feels like I've been running and running and running for years, mm-hmm. running from one goal to the next, mm-hmm. running from, you know, one client project to the next. And this year it was just like, you know what, we get to say like, chill out. And just- we don't feel bad for it. I don't understand why in America, in the United States of America, we feel bad for chilling. Right. We work ourselves to death literally and then when it's like you need to take the weekend off no nah, i'm gonna jam pack the weekend with all the all the activities but like just being still is like so taboo in our culture and i think if nothing else which is like the same now if nothing else in the covid era days this time is teaching us the necessity of slowing down mm-hmm. like yeah we actually like you have to do that otherwise you might get sick out here and we don't and we, not, we don't want that right so no i love it the the thing with being still which is interesting um is that's tough for a lot of people i know it's been tough for me and i'm i'm i've signed up to do the work on myself and so for people who may have not signed up mm-hmm. <laughs> sitting with yourself can feel like a lot and yeah. so um but it can be a beautiful thing. And it's been a beautiful thing for me. So, yeah. um, and I'm glad to hear that it's been a beautiful thing for it you. Has. What's been bringing you joy these days? What has been bringing me joy? Um, you know what? My family. Mm. Spending time with my family. I normally would go home maybe once, maybe twice a year. Mm. And I've definitely seen my mom and, and my grandparents more this year. Hello. And I don't think I realized how grounded, how much more grounded I feel when I go home. And I can just put my feet in the grass in my grandma's yard and like, you know, just sit up under my mama and let her be a mama and me be a daughter, even though I'm a whole grown up. I have a whole daughter (laughs) and even I be like laying up on my mama like, I just need you right now. I don't care how many kids, how many grandkids I give you. Just, I just need your presence real quick. I just need to be the baby instead of taking care of one right now. Okay. So yeah, I'm I'm so here for that, which is so mm-hmm. contrary to starting that shit because when you want to start something, you mm-hmm. want to go, 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 go. But I think before you even really start something, take the opportunity to be still mm-hmm. in that idea, in that concept, in that vision. So you can have clarity on how to complete and how to execute. And I think you know, especially for the hustle and go culture, especially for the sleep is for suckers, especially for the okay. I'm asleep when I die group of people. It's like definitely there's a time to grind. Mm-hmm. There's a time to hustle. There's a time to put the head, put your head down and put the pen to the paper and get the work done. But even before you start with whatever it is you want to create, be still with that and let the vision completely manifest in your mind's eye and then put get to work like what is the next step after that i love that um i i completely agree i think there is some stillness that needs to happen before jumping into things but that stillness should not take too long yeah. right hence the theme of our podcast today um because you know at some point you have to get out of your way and you have to get shit done so tell me what that looks like for you how have you been because i know me like i'm trying to be more intentional about getting out of my own way Mm -hmm. i am (laughs) trying not to self-sabotage myself and i'm trying to not let my ego (laughs) set me up for failure Exactly. So I'm curious what ways you get out of your own way. Are there things that you do that kind of help you get your mojo going, whether it's on a new project or just your motivation and maybe daily habits as far as, you know, to keep going? What does that look like for you? 
So, like I said, I'm a type A type of person. So, procrastination has never necessarily been a part of my routine. But as I've been getting older and I got a child to take care of and a husband to take care of and a household, it's like something just kind of get pushed to the wayside. But, like, if I have an idea, like, when I, my website crashed this year, pre, like, literally the week of COVID, my main website crashed. I was like, you know what? I don't even have the bandwidth to cry about this because I've got things to do. Mm-hmm. So like, I was like, okay, well, we need a new website. What what do, we, what do we need on there? What are we going to do? And I really just started to, once I sat still in the idea and in the vision, I just took it to paper. I was like, let me just completely write it out. Cause sometimes we do a great job of envisioning. We do a great job of putting the manifestation out there, but then we don't write it down. We just want to keep it in our head. And just like that space that you need to utilize energy, you need to utilize to making it happen. So for me, when I have an idea, I will write it out. I have like Evernote, I have my notes. They have so much notes in there. I write it down, completely get the idea out of my head and on paper. And then, you know, depending on what I have to do or how pressing the idea is, I may start working on it that week or I may have to come to it like a little bit later. But after that, I'm like, okay, this is the vision. Now we have to work backwards. Like if I want to get that website done, that .com done, like what is the step? So I'm gonna have to make sure the domain, the new domain is available. I'm gonna make sure the hosting is available. Make sure I have the bandwidth that I need. Make sure the platform it's gonna be built on is available and stuff like that. So I think, you know, having the vision, but then coming up with a a task list in our everyday to-do list is like 57,000 things on there. And that's not a good to-do list. That's a task list because you have to break those down. Mm-hmm. So taking the vision, coming up with an ultimate task list for that, and then breaking it down into bite-sized chunks. I think part of the reason why people fail at starting or even just procrastinate on it is because it's like, I'm trying to eat the whole elephant. How do you eat an elephant? How do you eat an elephant? You don't. <laughs> You don't, you, but bite by bite. Bite by bite. Yeah. One bite. Maybe start with the trunk. Maybe start with the foot. But it's just like you can't eat a whole elephant. Your mouth is not that big. Right. <laughs> like, Absolutely. You start with one piece and you build from there. So it's like you can do as many things as you have the bandwidth to do, as many things as you want to do. But one, understand that there's balance. And then two, you're not going to do everything in one day. Right. Yeah. And, and it's just not possible to. I completely agree with that. I think reverse engineering the vision, because especially when you are somebody whose vision is huge, Mm -hmm. right? Like the idea that has come to you or the thing that you have been working toward or building toward is so huge that it is overwhelming. Mm -hmm. It can create that procrastination because you are like, how am I going to get this done? Exactly. But I will say this, my therapist, and I'm going to reference my therapist a lot because hello. Listen. Each one, teach one. Right. (laughs) So my therapist tells me all the time, because even with her, I'm like, oh, I have this big idea and this thing, and I just don't know how I'm going to do it. And she always says, it's not up to you to figure how you're going to do it. It's up to you to make the decision that that thing is going to happen. Mm. And so, you know, once you make the decision, the universe, God, whoever your person, spirit, ancestors, whatever it is you look to for those answers from, you know, the other side, they will meet you on the how. Very true. They will meet you. They will. They're, that's their job. Exactly. It's not your job to figure out how it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You're just supposed to put it out there that it's going to happen. So 
I think that's the first step. Mm -hmm. And when you really truly believe that a thing is going to happen, then your steps are move. You move different. Exactly. Um, you know, it's like you know whether it's preparing to be a wife or preparing to be a business. Like you just you know preparing for a marathon. Like you're gonna move different when you really want a thing to happen. And so I definitely believe in reverse engineering. You know, starting with the big vision, but like you said, making those bite-sized steps Mm -hmm. of what it looks like to get there. Mm -hmm. Like really writing out the things you need. I'm also a believer in making a list of three things a day. Mm-hmm. Because after that, I don't think it's going to get. You're that. not doing anything it's else. Not realistically. Nothing. I don't care if you work like. There's only so many different things, so many different times your brain can switch to a different thing before exactly. you're burnt out. Exactly. So I try not to overwhelm myself with any more than three things a day, and then for me. How I get out of my way, and this is another gem from my therapist, is setting or like blocking out my calendar. Yes. So putting it in a place where I know what I'm doing during throughout the entire week, even mm-hmm. if I don't do those things, because, you know, her thing is like, um, and Sherry, that's the name of my therapist, but Sherry's always like, um, make a plan, but be flexible. Mm-hmm. So the reason that you feel whatever you feel around the procrastination is because you haven't set a plan. Yeah. And your brain doesn't know the difference between you setting a plan with yourself and you setting a plan with someone else. So when you break that plan with yourself, Mm -hmm. you feel just as bad as if you had canceled or flaked on somebody else because it's still, you know, you flaking. Yeah. And the only difference is now it's internalized because it's just you. Right. Like, commit to yourself. Commit to yourself. Okay. So, so definitely blocking out my calendar, even if it's, you know, oh, I want to research XYZ for an hour a day, Mm -hmm. putting that on my calendar Mm -hmm. so that I get the notification. So it's like, hey, self, you got an appointment with yourself. Yeah. You need to show up for yourself. Listen, (laughs) listen, that's a mantra. Like, show up for yourself. Like, if you're going to start something, and you're going to put out that vision. You're going to set the intention. You're going to ask the creator, the universe, the source, the spirit, whatever, to bring you the answers. Like, show for yourself, first of all. See, I used to be really good at, like, having a jam-packed calendar. But definitely since I've been really leaning into the working from home thing and having a much more flexible schedule, mm-hmm. like, I don't schedule out that time as well as I probably should to make sure that I'm utilizing my time much more efficiently. So yeah, I'm definitely mm-hmm. going to bite off of that and <laughs> borrow do. that for the household because yes. I need it. Cause it's like definitely in mom land. It's like, all right, I know I have maybe like two or three uninterrupted hours before I'm like really needed as mom. I'm blessed to have an amazing partner who really does the dad thing well, who really does the parenting thing well. But it's like, for me, like how I get out of my own way, I set boundaries around myself. Like without baby, I can grind until I'm ready to fall asleep. You know, because I'm like, I got some things, I got things I'm trying to take care of. So I have to set boundaries for myself. I'm Mm -hmm. definitely guilty of the 57,000 things on the to-do list for the day. So I'm like, (laughs) two to three things, and it's got to get done by four. If not, then actually before by three, and if not, it's just not going to get done today. Because at three, I'm in mom mode. We go out for walks as a family. We eat dinner as a family. You know, I'm needed, and I need to transition to the baby's nighttime routine. So, like, for me, I set up boundaries. Like, I don't answer my phone after a certain time, so don't call me or text me because I'm I'm not going to see it. I'll see it tomorrow. Right. So setting up those boundaries so that I can like fully commit to whatever my focus is, whether it's professional, whether it's personal, whether it's, you know, anything else that I'm trying to work on. So setting up those boundaries for me has been like really helpful. 
I, I think boundaries are wonderful, especially when you are trying to get something going mm-hmm. because every distraction Everyone. under the sun and it'll be people who mean well, it'll be your friend. It's like, girl, let's go out for drinks. And like, you know, you're supposed to be working on something. And you're like, you know, I deserve a little break. Let me get a drink. Facts. But if you want the drink, get the drink. Yeah. But that's the beauty of making a plan and being flexible because you don't break the appointment with yourself. You mm-hmm. reschedule it. Exactly. So if you were supposed to be working on something that like during that hour and your friend calls and is like, girl, let's go have drinks. Mm-hmm. Go have the drinks. Enjoy yourself and don't feel guilty about it. But you have to reschedule that time with yourself yeah. for another time because the thing still has to get done and it's still on your brain. And that's where procrastination seeps in Very because true. it's like. Your brain feels like you should have gotten somewhere with it because it's been on your brain. Yeah. But because you didn't, now you're now you're feeling bad because you're like, well, I've, it's been on my mind. I've been thinking about it, but I ain't got nowhere. Right. <laughs> your brain is like, what is happening? You know, right. so it doesn't know. And, you know, that's, again, the part of your brain that you don't really understand it. And sometimes it doesn't understand you. Right. Like you're trying to like, you're like, what is going on? And right. so... So I definitely think making a plan, but being flexible yeah. and, you know, again, enjoying those times when they come up for you, yeah. but you can't sleep on yourself in the process. You can't. You because... have to commit. You have to show up for yourself, but you also have to give yourself grace. Cause I think, you know, we are definitely, I think Atlanta has the privilege of being the black entrepreneurs Mecca. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many entrepreneurs here. Like everybody we know is an entrepreneur, like, right. period, like period, <laughs> whether they got a nine to five or not, they entrepreneurs. But also at the same time, it's like, we want it to be so perfect that we don't give ourselves grace for it not being perfect. And it's like, well, first of all, perfection doesn't make sense. Like you're, it's never going to be as perfect as you want it to. The point is progress. So it's just like, again, if you're going to do everything on the task list, task list, bite-sized chunks, but give yourself grace for making those failures because they're what's going to make you successful. Like it didn't work out this time. So next time, how can you be better for that? So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, start that shit. Mm-hmm. Start it. But give yourself grace for it not being as perfect as you want it to be and being and sitting and being okay with that. Absolutely. I think also one of the other things that tends to get in the way of people starting stuff is the idea or concern of others' opinions. Ooh, we. And um, get them likes, (laughs) try to get them likes the the feedback. And my therapist got me together once because I was doing something at the time and I was just like, ah, I'm just not getting the traction I want with this. I don't even know why I'm doing it. And I just, oh, it's just not working out. And she was like, well, if you're concerned about whether or not people are going to bite onto it and that's your primary concern at this point, you should probably not be doing this thing right now. Probably should. And I had to sit with that for a second because I was not happy when she told me. I did. I, <laughs> I was did. like, excuse like, me, sis. Gather me, sis. Right. But that's the reality because my intention, like the, the root of what I was focused on was not where my attention needed to be, which yeah. was why I was experiencing what I was experiencing. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think if more of us can care a little bit less. A little bit less. Just a little bit less. Care a little bit less. Or not. Life. I mean, if you can get to not at all, that'd be great. Honestly, you know? Gary the law is detachment like, is amazing. I, I will. I need to practice that because, mm-hmm. listen, I'm a work in progress. <laughs> For real. Like, the yoga philosophy is you have to detach from things in order to cure your suffering. The reason why we suffer is because we're too attached to stuff. Mm-hmm. So people who be out here who's petty... They're too attached to petty. Be detached from petty. Like to the people who are attached to perfectionism, be detached to 
be detached from perfectionism because that's why you're suffering. Approval of others, detach yourself from the likes. Okay. Listen, or spend some more time liking yourself. Liking yourself. Go double tap in the mirror a little while. Exactly. Absolutely. Spend some time with yourself. And I fully uh, receive that. And on the subject of perfectionism, (laughs) because I struggle with this, something serious. Chantel knows this because she, listen, y'all, she is currently working with me. So we're going to talk about it a little more in a second. But um, Chantel recently launched a (laughs) podcast accelerator program of which I'm a member. And when I tell y'all my perfectionist ways have definitely been trying to get in the way of me launching this podcast, it's been ridiculous. And Chantel is like, listen, done is better than perfect, sis. We will continue to get better. We will continue to work on it, but put the episode out. And so I appreciate her energy in that because I would still be, you know, re-recording episodes. Like you can't hustle backwards <laughs> for perfectionism. You can't. Yeah. That energy that you're going to spend trying to redo and redo and undo and all that stuff, all of that energy could be you putting out your next two, three, four, five episodes. It could be you putting energy into something else, but it's just like, I think we spend so much time on trying to make things perfect when it's so limiting. Making something perfect is so limiting. Like you want to fail. You want to see your first one and then at your hundredth one, see the progress Mm -hmm. that you made. Like instead of trying to reach for perfection, reach for progress, progress forward, because even failure is progression forward. So it's like I went back and I looked at my very first like real Instagram video that I put out and it's like maybe 30 seconds, maybe 15 seconds. And I'm like, I at least put some makeup on. I'm like, but I have no idea who I'm talking to. I don't like video because you got to put a face on in (laughs) order to be seen if you want to be like approachable or whatever. And I just like, I have no idea who I'm talking to. This feels really weird. And then like you, you go and you see my videos. I don't care how I look because it's out there. I want you to see the video regardless. So again, if I had stuck been stuck on perfection I'd have no videos of I would have no real presence of so it's like okay it's not perfect but I got it done mm-hmm. that's a win so I think a, a way for us to really get over perfectionism is to celebrate every single win mm-hmm. every single win going forward celebrate that you got the episode you record you wrote out the script win yeah you recorded the episode when it didn't sound too great doesn't matter i still recorded the episode when and it's just like i edited the episode when why are you gonna go back and redo all of that work you just did <laughs> why yeah it's a lot listen you want it to be perfect no we're not trying to be perfect we're trying to progress forward yes no i listen i whole i received that as well so that is what <laughs> listen that's why we're on episode two right now and we're gonna be on episode three in a minute <laughs> So I am a-okay with that. But yes, totally done is better than perfect. Whatever thing has been sitting on your heart, I fully think you should just do something today. 15 minutes. That's what my therapist Because exactly. like, you'll get overwhelmed. You'll be like, oh my God, this is going to take me hours and weeks and months to launch. Exactly. You're like, you know what? Just start with 15 minutes. A little bit each day. Yeah. A little bit each day. Even right now, I am in a 200-hour yoga teacher training. And it's like in the in the Facebook support group, you see so many women, so many people's like, how do I get through all of these hours? How do I do this? It's like, oh, well, this is how my dad, I'm, I'm a mother of 14 and I work 17 hours, you know, I'm being real exaggerated about it. <laughs> but it's just like, how do you even do it? It's like, you just do like an hour a day. It's 200 hours. Nobody's going to get through 200 hours. 
Listen. in their real lives. Yeah. Trying to do this virtually in a week. Like, That's we're not, not traveling. A- <laughs> right. Because like, originally my goal was to take the trip to Bali and spend like two weeks getting a full immersive experience. But I'm not traveling in the age of Rona. <laughs> Fair enough. So we're going to get these credits on the virtual screen. And I just do an hour a day. Sometimes I can't get to it. And I give myself grace for that. And you move forward. Eventually, you're going to get 200 hours. But it's just like, if you sit here talking about, well, how do I get started? And you're scared to get started because it, you're trying to figure out how to eat the whole elephant. Just bite-sized chunks, a little bit each day is what's going to get you forward. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, absolutely. I uh, Well, shout out to your yoga teacher training. I look forward to our sessions. I know, girl. Listen, I love me a good yoga session. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm going to be teaching y'all all the yoga moves when I'm done. Yes. I'm with it. So before we go, I want to chat about this podcast accelerator program. Yes. Actually, you inspired me. Oh, thanks. You like inspired me. You and a couple of other people inspired me. When I launched like my official podcast, I was like, people like, how do you launch a podcast? Like, how do you get started? What should I do? And da, da, da. I'm like, well, I mean, let me let me put something th- some things down. Let me let me get in the groove of how I've been creating my own systems and I'm gonna get back to you. And so even when this year started, I was like, I'm no longer doing event planning unless it's at a corporate level, Mm -hmm. but I do want to help people in a coaching capacity to teach them how to get a particular end result. And I was like, listen, universe, we going to make this happen. You tell me what I'm supposed to be doing. And it ended up being podcasting. And so I was like, all right, how are we going to launch a podcast? So I went through my first season each episode. I got better and better and better. My processes got better and better and better to the point where I can now Put on paper what I do and give it to somebody so that they can take that same information and completely replicate it. And so that is how Launch Your Podcast came together. The Launch Your Podcast Accelerator came together. And really, it's Launch Your Podcast in seven days. In seven days, you can have your first episode up. Like, don't tell me that you can't because you can. Once you go through the steps, once you plan and you go through your production schedule, you can publish that first episode. Mm -hmm. And then after that, the accelerator helps you to put together your entire podcasting season. And so I'm so excited. Like when I send you those text messages and I send you those emails, I'm smiling because your success is my success. Because again, there's an end result. Like even my coach is like, oh, you want to keep them in for a year. I do, but I actually want them to get this result in seven days. Right. Like I actually want a result in seven days. And within 12 weeks, I need a bigger result. So yes, hire me as your coach for the entire year, please. It's amazing. But in seven days, you better launch this podcast. Otherwise, I'm coming out for you because your success is my success. So it'll be on my website, soainspired.com, and you can find the podcasting information. But also launch your podcast in seven days is is the goal. So definitely people can hit me up. I am taking a few more clients because as I'm continuing to perfect the program for you and for your success, I want it to be intimate, but I want it to be impactful too. Like I, a lot of people like, oh, I just want to fill a program. I want it to be an impactful program because again, my first result from you is in seven days. So you should be able to get some sort of return on investment in those seven days. But you inspired me. You worked with me in one of my episodes for the podcast. Like, you know, I'm going to launch the podcast. I'm like, okay, cool. You better. So let's, let's get it going. Yes. And 
a couple of other people hit me up and I was like, I've got to put something together for my peeps and hopefully there are more peeps who are interested in it. And I'm just so excited about it. Like launch your podcast because if we're going to definitely amplify voices, podcasting is absolutely a trend that people are not paying attention to that's been here for a while. Mm -hmm. Because again, like people are going to get tired of looking at that screen, you know, especially for the experts. So take that, that content that you create, put it in a podcast, launch your first podcast, amplify your voice, amplify your stories and amplify your expertise because it's an incredible way to market your business. And it's a low impact way because with video, most of us girls, we trying to be beat. We trying to make sure the edges are laid. We trying to make sure the hair looks good. And that takes a lot of work. And what I don't have as a mom and a wife is that much time in my day <laughs> to devote to getting ready to be on video. But I can always find 15 to 20 minutes to record. And people, they're like, oh, well, what kind of mic should I get? Should I spend 150 on a mic? No, you have a phone. It has voice recorder. Let's start there. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely like the goal. Like I want you to see that you have everything that you need to be successful. And I want you to know that so you'll launch. You're not going to sit in procrastination because of time or perfectionism. You're going to realize you have everything that you need to be successful. We just need to focus on what's the most important thing. And that's what the accelerator helps you do when you launch your podcast. I love that. Yeah, Chantel got me right together. She was following up with me. She was like, okay, girl, what we doing? So how's it coming along? How we feeling? And look, nine times out of 10, the problem was how I was feeling. It had nothing to do with anything related to the tech, any of that. Although I did have a little microphone because yeah. I wanted a microphone. So, you know, but thank thankfully, shout out to Amazon Prime. It was here in two days right. and we kept it moving. Um, and that's what you kind of have to do. But like you said, getting started, I think is super important. And even if it's with your your headset that comes with your exactly. phone. You have everything like, that you need. Like, I think for us, we always sit in the end result because I'm an event planner. So for me, I have to think macro and micro because I have to think of the, the scale and the end result of the event. But I have to break it down into those micro pieces to make sure it gets done because with event planning, it's a ton of admin work in in the planning process. And then you see this extravagant experience at the end. That's the end result. That's the thing that everybody sees. That's the thing that people base their expectations on. But when you start, when you're doing the first one, you're not going to be perfect. You grow into being perfect. You grow into being good. That first one is going to be the most epic of failures. You are going to want to record that first episode 17 times because you <laughs> took too many breaks. You said, um, too many times. Maybe you, you, you sniffling, you had a cough and fit, whatever the situation, just keep going. Like mm -hmm. you already started. Don't stop because you now want to start over. Keep going and fix it along the way. Absolutely. I agree. Look, that's why, again, we've made it to episode two. Because <laughs> if it was up to me, listen, my perfectionist ways would be trying to perfect things that we just need We'd to move on from. we listening to episode like 3.7. Okay. Episode listen. one, 3.7. Basically, because I would have recorded it so and many times. another time. <laughs> but yes, but nope, we put it out because we starting this anyway. And I'm super grateful that you helped me get through that to launch my podcast. So I'm so happy that you're my first guest. I'm so glad to be here. I have fun. I enjoy I always enjoy our talks. Yes. And I'm even more joyful that now our talks are in a space where we get to share that with other people yes i love i'm so excited for you i'm so 
proud of you for like launching the podcast. Absolutely. But I'm so excited for you to have started because again, we had this conversation February 2020. It's politely like September, October 2020. We're not going <laughs> to talk about how long it took. We're just going to celebrate the fact that it, it happened. Here it happened. And it's done and you did it. And that's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I'm so excited for you. Yes. No, definitely. I think letting people into your world can sometimes feel a little um, make you feel a little vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you're just like, oh, I say the right thing or whatever but the reality is is that your people will find you and anybody who, who wants to find fault and whatever it is you got going on they're gonna do it anyway exactly so you might as well go ahead and put your story out there you might as well share whatever message has been put on your heart because mm -hmm. if you don't do it nobody else will that's very true because your unique thing you have to share with the world is yours and yours alone so. it is and that's what makes you special that's what makes you different it doesn't matter that there's like thousands of other podcasts, thousands of other blogs, websites. What makes your podcast unique is you. Mm -hmm. And you are creating that podcast for people who like you, for people who like your message, your story, your experience. And I think we overestimate the time it takes to influence the masses. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want to do. And we underestimate the, the necessity of just getting that support of your group of people because you don't make a million by trying to influence a million people yeah it starts with one it starts with one yep and nine times out of ten when you hope you, you hope it's your circle but a lot of times it is definitely going to be strangers and people mm -hmm. that come out of the woodwork and you're like where are these people coming from mm -hmm. who are these people mm -hmm. but they're going to be down to support Very so true. Very don't true. have a whole lot of expectations i mean you can have goals you know about maybe how many listeners you want to get to and things like that but in terms of like having expectations of like who's going to meet you in that place mm -hmm. to support you it could be in your circle it could very well be strangers it could very well somebody is right now asking God for the solution to a problem that they have and you have the solution mm -hmm. and you're afraid to put it out there yeah we can't be doing that we do not have time for you that. You're afraid to start because it ain't perfect. You ain't got everything. You're afraid. And someone is praying for you to put your message out there, to launch that thing, to start that business, to go forward with the vision. And you're afraid to put it out there. And someone is praying for you to answer their problem, answer their prayers. Listen, so do God's work, y'all. Do God's work. Listen, it'll make you better it'll help somebody else out in the world and we'll all be the better for it so whatever's been put on your heart do it and i don't know i guess i think that's there's no better way to wrap it up than just start that shit basically so i am thankful again i want to thank you before we go for joining me i'm so grateful and i look forward to the rest of the season yes, working with the too. podcast accelerator and getting Season one. Yeah. Check, 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 check. Off the list. Check. Yes. Thanks, boo. Thank you, boo. Can I just share how much a source of light Chantel is in my life? I'm so grateful to have her as part of my tribe and somebody that I know that I can call on and I can text and she will always be there for me in terms of being a support system, but also somebody that I can uh, rely on in business settings, right? I think that's super important too. And our relationship has only continued to grow. And for that, I am extremely grateful. I want to share something before we take it on out. I want to share a post actually that Chantel 
wrote on Instagram uh, not that long ago, actually a few weeks ago, where she talks about doing it scared. And hopefully this will encourage you and let you know that, you know, you can do it scared too. I recently made the decision to invest in the help I desperately need in order to make my goals and dreams a reality. I made the decision to get a business coach. When I made the investment, she asked me how I felt. I told her straight up that I was scared. This was the first time I actually put action and funds toward my betterment. She told me she knew how I felt and congratulated me on making the decision to not let fear rule over me. I pass that on to you. Whatever decision you've been stalling on, whatever action you've allowed fear to maintain a grasp on, make the decision to do it scared anyway. Your current self may be looking at you like, girl, what did you just do? But your future self will thank you. Empower yourself by putting action behind the knowledge you know you have and make the decision to not let fear get in the way. Do it scared. If you're looking to curate your Instagram with more purposeful content and people who are doing purpose work, I would strongly encourage you to follow Chantel. You can find her on Instagram at Soa Inspired. That's S-O-A Inspired with a D. You can keep up with her and all the amazing things she's up to. She's got a group called Melanated Mamas. Of course, the Launcher Podcast Accelerator, if you want my information about that. And yeah, just keep up with everything she has going on. Chantel is definitely somebody whose content I enjoy on a regular basis, and I think you will too. So head over to Instagram right now. Follow her on Instagram. If this episode encourages you to do something in spite of fear or procrastination or distractions, Definitely let us know. Head over to shelookslikeme.com and leave us a voice message. Uh, We'll be playing future voice messages on future episodes. So definitely leave a voice message. And if you have any questions or if there are things you want to hear on this podcast, or if you just want to say, hey, girl, I love what you're doing, head over to shelookslikeme.com and you can leave a voice message and we'll play some of them on future episodes. Thank you so much for joining us on the second episode of She Looks Like Me. I will see y'all next week.